0: This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The bill to deny gender-affirming medical care to young transgender Montana residents passed a final vote in the state Senate, and the bill now goes to Governor Greg Gianforte for his consideration. The Senate voted 32 to 17 on party lines to approve amendments made in the House. That's the body's final action on the bill that seeks to ban the use of puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and surgery to treat minors diagnosed with gender dysphoria. The diagnosis requires an insistent, persistent, and consistent declaration by someone that they are different from their sex assigned at birth. Bill's sponsor, Republican Senator John Fuller, and others have said the law is needed to protect children from any pressure to receive, quote, harmful experimental puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones or to undergo irreversible life-altering procedures before they become adults. During hours of sometimes emotional committee hearings, families, transgender minors, and physicians said the bill would ban evidence-based care that can save lives for those who have anxiety and depression because their biological sex does not max their gender identity. Quote, Montana lawmakers seem hell-bent on joining the growing roster of states determined to jeopardize the health and lives of transgender youth in direct opposition to the overwhelming body of scientific and medical evidence supporting this care as appropriate and necessary. That's Lambda Legal and the ACLU, in a statement last week. The bill prohibits Montana's Medicaid program from paying for the medication or the surgical procedures for transgender minors. Under the bill, health care providers who prescribe puberty blockers, hormones, or surgery to transgender minors would be deemed to have engaged in unprofessional conduct and be subject to discipline including a mandatory one year suspension of their medical licenses. If the bill becomes law it would take effect october first, ending current treatment for transgender minors. Governor Greg Gianforte quote, will carefully consider bills in their final form as they arrive at his desk, at supporting the spokesman Caitlin Price when asked if Gianforte had decided how he would act on the bill. Lambda Legal, the American Civil Liberties Union, and the ACLU of Montana have said they will take legal action if the bill becomes law. At least nine states have enacted similar bans, with those in Alabama and Arkansas blocked by the courts. Other states have or are considering such bans. Lawmakers have passed out of the House Judiciary Committee a constitutional ballot referendum that would, if approved by voters, provide for constitutional carry of concealed firearms in the state. House Bill 551 from Representative Casey Knudsen, the Republican from Malta, proposes amending the state constitution's language on the right to bear arms, Currently, the document states that any person may bear arms in defense of home, person, and property, quote, but nothing herein contained shall be held to permit the carrying of concealed weapons. House Bill 551 would strike that language and allow the carrying of a concealed weapon without a permit under the Constitution. In order to amend the Constitution, HB 551 needs the votes of at least 100 legislators. It would then go to the 2024 ballot. Senator Keith Regeer's bill to repeal adult-use marijuana in Montana is an effort to undo the will of voters, would kill hundreds of small businesses and thousands of jobs, harm sick people who rely on medical marijuana, and cost the state millions of dollars according to opponents who spoke at a Senate committee hearing. Regier's bill repeals the adult use industry and moves to have every medical user pay a $50 cardholder license fee. That's $30 more than the current medical card fee in order to buy marijuana products. It increases the tax on medical marijuana, the only product that could be sold should the bill become law, from 4% to 20%. The measure also reduces the potency of marijuana products that could be sold. Further, it would allow county commissioners or city councils to vote on whether to allow or prohibit marijuana businesses and allow citizens to run petitions to put the question as to whether they should be allowed on a local ballot. In the 14 months since adult-use marijuana sales started, sales have averaged more than $25 million a month, bringing in more than $50 million in tax revenue for Montana. A fiscal note for the bill, released late Wednesday afternoon, found the bill would cost the general fund $25 to $28 million annually. Regeer the Kalispell Republican, said his bill was about public safety, and called marijuana legalization, which was approved by 57% of the voters on I-190 back in 2000, quote, controversial and something the legislature has the authority to overturn. The half-dozen proponents included representatives of the Montana Family Foundation, Safe Montana Youth Connections, and Citizens Opposed to Legalized Marijuana. Pepper Peterson, the president and CEO of the Montana Cannabis Guild, along with more than a dozen other opponents, that included many people who work in the industry, say supporters of the bill were trying to relitigate the will of voters through the legislature. Opponents noted that prior to full legalization, 15% of Montana adults were using marijuana that was mostly bought on the black market. If Regeer's bill passes, they said people will simply drive to Washington or other states to buy product, some of which would be sold on the black market in Montana, leading to a massive decrease in sales and tax revenue. Owners of dispensaries and medical clinics also said limiting the THC levels in products would harm people who use stronger medical marijuana to treat side effects of terminal illnesses, such as cancer, PTSD, anxiety, and depression, and that increasing the tax on products and the cost of the card was punishing those groups. The opponents said the bill did not seem to be well thought out and urged the committee to kill it. Both Republicans and Democratic members of the U.S. Senate voted Wednesday to repeal the Biden administration's expansion of what qualifies as a wetland, That the federal government can regulate. The Senate approved a resolution sponsored by West Virginia Republican Shelley Moore Capito that would revoke the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency's definition of waters of the United States, that's called WOTUS, for the purposes of federal regulation under the Clean Air Act. The Senate 53 to 43 vote with Democrats John Tester of Montana Joe Manchin of West Virginia, and Catherine Cortez Masto, and Jackie Rosen of Nevada, as well as Independent Kristen Sinema of Arizona, joined all Republicans voting to overturn the rule. It sends the resolution to the desk of President Joe Biden, who has pledged to veto the measure. Senate Republicans attack the rule as an example of regulatory overreach, that would cause confusion for farmers and other private landowners. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky said in a statement that the rule is, quote, a radical power grab that would give federal bureaucrats sweeping control over nearly every piece of land that touches a pothole, ditch, or puddle. The U.S. House voted earlier this month to repeal the rule, but the margins in both chambers would be insufficient to override Biden's expected veto. The rule is unpopular with farmers and others who say that construction and maintenance on private property is much more difficult and time-consuming when permission from the federal government must be granted. The numbers of passengers at the Missoula-Montana Airport increased 5% in February when compared with the same month in 2019. That was the record year for the airport. Airport officials say that the airport is expanding into a new terminal and Phase 2 of the airport is coming along. The airport is looking to expand parking for the summer due to the increased loads throughout the airport. They're hoping to have an additional 300 to 400 spots available by summer. Missoula Airport Director Brian Elstead said spring break is a very busy time at the airport and he anticipates that things will get even better. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide, with listeners in now 50 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana news. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.